，我是刘佐教授，近来任教于北京大学，目前正在访问中国社会科学院。手边一些资料指出，某些语言不只出现于现代中国，也曾。This is Dr. Zuo Liu, recently of Beijing University and currently visiting with the Chinese Academy of Social Sciences. I've come across something of particular interest regarding the multitude of languages spoken not only in present-day China but also during previous dynasties. The importance of this find will become evident with time, and I feel it is important to display the whole of the context in which it was found. During my recent work to document dialectal differences in the written forms of Manchu and Northern Provincial languages during the Qing Dynasty. I was permitted to search documents and artifacts stored within the Chinese Academy of Social Sciences. In their archives, I found a bound collection of papers filed with documentation of Jesuit experiences within the Qing Dynasty around the year 1710. The loose pages contained a mixture of writings, some in Manchu, others in Mandarin, and more in both Italian and Portuguese. It took some time to translate Manchu and Mandarin, and during this time, I sent out the Italian and Portuguese sections for translation. The works contain writings by Jing Weicheng, the second son of a local magistrate in the Chichiha region, Portuguese Jesuit cartographer Father Martin Foz, and Italian Jesuit brother Benedetto Harbardian. A week ago, I compiled all the written documents into what I believe to be their chronological order. Granted, it is an incomplete account of events. Imperial, Episode One. Surviving document is a written voucher for young Brother Benedetto's voyage to the docks of the Gulf of Pacelli, which shows his full name and the name of the ship, but is otherwise void of legible information. The next is a surviving document written by the young Jesuit. Three August, anno di nostro Signore 1711. Con grande piacere posso testimoniare di essere giunto nel paese più sorprendente che io abbia mai visto nella mia vita sulla terra di Dio. Benché il mio precedente soggiorno presso il nostro ordine a Goa è nei tempi di agosto, anno del Signore 1711, sono felice di ricordare che ho raggiunto il paese più remarcabile che abbia ancora conosciuto nel mio tempo su Dio's Earth. Dopo il mio precedente stay nelle holdings del nostro ordine a Goa e nel circondario del paese, è sicuramente una memorabile esperienza. My time thus far within the boundaries of the Empire of China is far more striking. Nowhere within the eastern reaches have I seen such wonders of science, art, manners, and city life as I have within the city of Peking, where I currently reside. This place stirs a fondness in me. I have been here perhaps a week now, having arrived by boat to one of the many small harbors within the Gulf of Pachili, and traveled through the province of Pachili with several other dignitaries and officials of the empire, only to reach Peking on the 27th of July. Our trip across the lands of this province has shown me only a minor piece of the tapestry of the empire. As such, given my fondness, 
I can see no better place for me than by the side of Father Martin Vaz, aiding in the cartographic documentation. It is warm, yet it rains often during this season. This is normal, I'm told, and light conversation on the weather has helped to brave my fear of speaking Mandarin. I am not skilled, yet I can make my needs and points known, and there are those within the offices who are kind enough to aid in my education. Though I am afraid I have no skill for the artful written texts of the language. The long sea voyage from Goa to the Chinese port left me ill. But the fresh air and bounty brought to Peking is an exceedingly sufficient remedy. The abundances of fruits, grains, fine dishes of rice and fishes are prepared in manners dissimilar to what I have experienced previously. Yet I have found favorites amongst them. <laughs> After my time with Father Martin, given that the Emperor's office and the office of our order allows, I will attempt to extend my stay. Following morning prayer, I will meet with Father Martin to discuss our departure from Peking. Under the eyes of our watchful Lord and His Holy Son, I have made note of many natural wonders of flora and fauna in the land of Goa and hope to expand my naturalistic knowledge through additional examination while on our expedition. There are many opportunities already presenting themselves and I have much to reflect upon at my noon exam. As for our upcoming departure, it is my currently held belief that we are to leave for the city of Chichihar within the week. The next document follows up on the aforementioned meeting. Though written by Father Martin Vaz, mention of him within other historical records are rare. But, seemingly like Brother Benedetto, he is documented as residing at the Jesuit church in Goa several years prior to the date of this writing. Quatro de agosto, ano do Nosso Senhor, 1711. Esta manhã encontrei-me com o irmão Benedetto, um jovem ansioso até então apaixonado pelas terras e povos da China. O irmão também foi apresentado ao meu servo, António, sendo este... 4th of August, year of our Lord, 1711. This morning I met with Brother Benedetto, an eager young man so far in with the lands of peoples of China. The brother was also introduced to my servant Anthony, that being, of course, his Christian name, given to him upon his baptism at the church in Goa. Brother Benedetto, more proficient in mastery of Hindi than the presently required Mandarin, discussed with Anthony's home back in Goa, and they discussed their journeys here. It seems Brother Benedetto had taken ill due to turbulent seas, and Anthony shared with him a tincture of ginger root he had procured from the local apothecary for just such an ailment. The young brother is certainly infused with his appointment to the cartographic expedition. He also fancies himself an amateur naturalist and aspires to document more than the required physical expense of China. Again, while promisingly enthusiastic, this deviance may show a lack of control or attention to the task at hand. More so, as this cartographic experience is lacking, and this expedition is four weeks behind our projected schedule as it is, I am apprehensive to express acceptance of his additional interests, though I see the value in it. On the topic of our primary mission, we are tasked with the continued expansion of the Jesuit mapping expeditions across the reaches of China's Qin Dynasty. The Society of Jesus has waited and watched for some time, hoping to access the lands and people here. Father Paranin, possessing a talent for persuasion, most assuredly receives some credit and honor for influencing and instilling a great desire for knowledge on the extent of this vast empire 
to the Kankai Emperor. So, to both the Emperor and Father Peronin, we are grateful. The Emperor's wishes to map his realm, utilizing our modern Western techniques and applicable sciences, aligns itself with our goals. Our small team is just a stroke in the finally crafted masterpiece of the mapping of the whole of God's Earth. We are working off the previous map compilation of the Northern Provinces, assembled by Father Regi, Father Jartou, and Father Fridelli in May of 1709. Our guide and official to the realm of the Emperor, Wang Jingwei Cheng, is the second son of a local magistrate, and we are to meet him in Tisihar. Now I must pray for safe passage as we leave for Tisihar tomorrow.